listen, everybody should accept it because Jesus is surely coming back. And so when we are reminded in church, it's a good thing that we'll have our minds focused on that. Amen. Now, I'm not going to be talking about his coming back, but there's something strong on my heart that I believe God would have us to hear. You see, when you are a parent, as much as by the grace of God, you have the ability to take care of maybe your children and your dependents, you will observe that as much as you provide for them, if there is no fellowship with them, problems will start coming through or false. I, I used to be a father who didn't have time for my children. And I thought that providing for them, my friend, shut up and just, I'm paying your school fees, I'm providing, you know. I thought that was it. Until I started discovering that I will be in the room and the children will come and they will go to their mother and will not acknowledge me. And I said, we have a problem here. It was getting me only upset, but I didn't know that I was the one creating the problems for myself. Hallelujah. And so I had to thank God for my wife. He said, you know, the three people have a word. They say, swear, swear. This will be difficult for guys. Swear, swear. It, it, it means that. What is swear, swear? Drive them away. The same in Ga. So they borrowed it from the Asantis or the Asantis borrowed them. We don't care where it's coming from. Amen. And, and my wife said to me, listen, you have to have time for these people. I said, what time again? I feed them. I clothe them. I'm very nice. What time again? He said, but you see, they are running away from me. So I had to go back to school and win them for myself. Praise the Lord. Now, what has that got to do with what I'm going to preach? But may I tell you something I have discovered from God. After you have done your reasonable service, what next is the title of my message. After you have done your reasonable service, what next? Praise the Lord. Father, bless us this morning. Give us understanding to your word. I'm asking you that you will go deep into our hearts, O God, and reconnect us to yourself. In the name of Jesus. Deliver us from surface relationship with you. And bring us to the level of commitment and love for you, Jesus. So that after we have done our reasonable service, Father. The next thing is to love you more and more. In Jesus' name I pray. And everybody shout, Amen. After you have done your reasonable service, what next? It's a question that ought to be answered by every one of us. And you know, I, I said what I said just to bring understanding to what I'm about sharing with you in this short moment of time. You see, I spoke to you not long ago, a few weeks ago, just about a week or so, that I was walking and the Spirit of the Lord said to me, the church of Ephesus. And I, I went back and I took the Bible and I opened and I saw what he really wanted me to see. Praise the Lord. And, and uh, it might not be all for today, but the little that I will share with you, I pray that you would seriously commit your heart to it. And so in the book of Revelations chapter 2 verse 1, we will take it up from verse 1 to 7. 
Revelations chapter 2, verse 20, verse, verse 1 to 11. To the church, oh, to the angel of the church of Ephesus, right. John was being instructed to the angel. Every church has an angel. Praise the Lord. Are you listening? And the angel is the one that is protecting. And he is the one that John was instructed by Jesus to the angel of that church. So the Bible says that to the angel of the church of Ephesus, write these things, says he who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks in the midst of the seven golden lampstands. I know your works, your labor, your patience, that you cannot bear those who are evil. And you have tested those who say they are apostles and are not, and have found them liars. You have, and you have uh, persevered and have patience, and have lived for my name's sake, and have not become weary. Nevertheless, I have this against you, that you have left your first love. Praise the Lord. Remember therefore, from whence you have fallen, repent and do first and do the first works, or else I will come to you quickly and remove your lampstand from this place unless you repent. And everybody say, unless you repent. And then the verse seven says, verse six says that, but this you have that you have you, that you hate the deeds of Nicolaitan, which also I hate. Now read the last verse for me. One, two. Praise the Lord. To him who overcomes, I will give to eat from the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. May the Lord help us to overcome. Amen. After you have done what is right for you to do, what next? I see this church is the typical example of many of us today. Amen. When I see the things that this church did, and yet God said, I have something against you, I did not take it for granted, and neither am I taking it for granted for as long as I live. Praise the Lord. I pray that you listen to me carefully. You see, God is not some stone somewhere that you slaughter a fowl and go and pour it on. No. We can't even say that because they don't match. Hallelujah. Jesus is revealing the state of many things to us. This message, as much as it is addressing or it's, 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 it's talking to a church, which we are members of it, and the Bible says we are the church of Jesus Christ, I want you to get it very clear that he was concerned about a matter that we want to raise right now. When I look at, I mean, honestly, some people have not even passed the things that this church did. The Lord said, I know your works. Everybody sitting here this morning, may I announce to you, whether you hide or you don't hide, everything you do is plain before the Lord. Things that you have not even said, but they are hatching in your heart, He knows. Your fear of God inside you, if it is up to the measure that He wants, He knows. You know, that's why, honestly, I don't like 
pretend. I don't like it. I don't like hypocrisy. I just want to be who I am. Praise the Lord. Because to see what you are inside is what God sees. Now I saw God saying, I know your works. When God said, I know your works, it, is, it was quite an interesting thing. And he himself started listing the things that makes the works. Praise the Lord. I don't think that the brethren themselves in that church really knew their wealth. I don't think so. Or probably they knew. But it's very interesting. Listen, you, let, me, let me be honest with you. I've been a Christian for a long time. At least over 40 years. And I know that when you do what is expected of you as a believer, I mean, I'm going to the north, I'm going to preach and all of, I have come to the point when all of these things that I'm doing, I don't count it as having done anything. I'm more concerned about me. How I'm standing with the Lord. Hallelujah. Is somebody listening to me? Probably you may not understand. But I pray God gives you understanding. Shout a big Amen. The amen, is this all you could do? I know your works. Teacher, if God said, I know your works, and then he moves further, I know your labor. And he goes further, you are very patient. Time will not allow me, because every one of this word that is being mentioned here carries a lot of weight. But for the sake of time, let's see what we can do. He says you are patient. And that you cannot bear those who are evil. Praise the Lord. You don't sin yourself. Neither do you tolerate those who are sinning. What can beat such a stand? What can beat such a person who is standing like this? I just want to ask you. You can't tolerate people who are evil. As soon as they are coming close to you, you because you don't sin, you yourself, you don't bear, no, 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 I, I'm not going to, this is not my friend, I'm not going to sit down to do this and that. Let me preserve myself, let me be very careful. That's what you will do. Praise the Lord. He says he knows that. You try to be very holy. You try not to contaminate yourself, and yet he comes now further and says, You have tested those who say they are apostles and are, and, and, and are not, and have found them to be liars. Do you understand what that means? Meaning that you have a discerning spirit to be able to know this man who is standing on the platform, this man who is preaching, I know that he's a liar. Though he is mentioning and standing strong and preaching, he is not correct. You, you, you have the Holy Ghost that has helped you to be able to know even people who proclaim they are apostles and they are nothing before the Lord. That means that you have even the giftings of God. Hmm. Are you such a Christian today? That's why I say that sometimes some of these things, when you hear them and you read them from the Word of God, you realize that, my, some of us now, you listen to the radio, every preacher is a good preacher. As long as, that's why they have deceived us so much that now when they make a big poster, they put a mic on their mouth and put it on the big poster to say, as long as you can see me, I'm holding the mic, I have something to say. And so many of us, I mean being honest, and even in this house right now, so many of us don't know people who are speaking by the Spirit of God. That's why you see, you see many people from churches like us, they travel to Nigeria to listen to Joshua. They can't perceive 
They have no spirit to be able to decipher the Lord, this one. They can't. But this church I'm talking about had the ability even to know it. So, it's a big problem here. Where are you standing right now? Are you sure you are a member of this Ephesus church? Hey. But the Bible said, have found them to be liars. The next verse says that. Would you, would you like to read everyone? One, two. The Bible says that, and you have preserved, uh, uh, sorry, you have persevered. What does persevere mean? You have endured and have patience. Now, I see this church is one of those churches that are so patient. It is so patient that the Lord mentioned in the first line, patient, and he has mentioned in the second line. In terms of patience, nobody else could beat this church. Now, the Bible says that, and have patience. And have labored, oh my God, have labored for my name's sake and have not become weary. You know, when I read that portion, I said, Lord, we are going to the north. I, I, we are laboring. You know, these people are going to sit on the bus for almost 17 hours. And Lord, we can easily feel proud that we have labored. We have labored for you. And I, as I was reading all of these things, so many things was going through my mind. And I realized that, you know, you cannot twist God even by your labor. Somebody say a big amen. Don't you think it's scary? You are laboring. Everybody knows you are laboring. God knows you are laboring. In fact, if nobody even knows and God knows that you are laboring, it's a good thing. But even with that, there is a big question mark. And so when the Lord says that, and you have labored for my name's sake, and have not become weary, when I see some of us are going day and night. And God says, I have seen it all. That should be a plus, Tamaklo. That should be a plus. But I have a big case there. In the next verse. Nevertheless, everybody say nevertheless. One more time. And continue. This verse troubled me. Nevertheless, I have this against you. Ah, what kind of God are we serving? Praise the Lord. Are you listening to me this morning? Grace, the qualifications of this church. Be honest. Is that you? When I say grace, I wish I could do grace, Josephine, at the same time. So when I mention it's not her, everybody, take it as I'm mentioning your name. Grace Adwa. Rose. I'm mentioning your name. Now, I see my God saying, you are not a bad child. When it comes to labor, you labor. When it comes to deception, you are alert. You don't allow even people who have found to be false prophets and apostles even to mislead you. When it comes to patient with one another, you know, do you know that this race that we are running, if you are not patient, you can't survive. You are not minding me at all. You can because there are many things that you will be tempted, even your own pastor, even as I'm preaching right now, I know somebody wishes that he can get a stone. You, you will not be happy with a lot of things. As I have done my best, that's why I said after your reasonable service, what next? I have only a very simple message for you today. As much as he has given me grace to be able to travel with you a long time, I will make it very short for you. 
And I do not want you to miss the impulse of this message. Hallelujah. Are you understanding me? He said, nevertheless, can you imagine your father calls you and your father tells you, son, you have done very well. You have served me well. You are a good child. I'm proud of you. But I have something against you. I'm sure as soon as you hear that statement, you will be very, very alert, won't you? You'll be very eager to find out what type of wrong I have done that my father, after he has praised me so much, comes now to say, you know, when he says that and he, he, doesn't, he doesn't say anything and he says that, but I have something against you, you go and come. What do you think will be your state of affairs? Hey, you are not minding me. What do you think will be... Listen, everybody here is a child. We have fathers. So let's say that our father says he has something against us. After he has praised us and he says that I have somewhat against you. And then he says that you go and come. When I'm ready, I will call you. What do you think will be the matter for you? Who's going to help me out? The church is quiet. Huh? You won't feel fine. I'm looking for a certain word. You'll be... Yeah, it's a good word. We are coming close, yes? That's it. Don't you think you'll be confused? And whenever you leave his presence and you are going, I tell you, no matter who you are, the next thing you'll be doing is that, ah, could it be the thing that I put here? Could it be... Because of the way when I was standing there with mommy, I spoke to, her, to, to mommy and daddy came to catch me. Don't you think that your mind will travel wide? Oh, today the church is quiet. Oh. Well, somebody told me that please, whenever we are quiet, meaning that we are listening, but it's hot. Hallelujah. I, you know... I don't know how to present myself in this matter. When I look at Christianity, are you listening to me? Probably when I finish with this message, you understand. I have somewhat against you, some scripture says, I have this against you, that you have left your first love. What is God talking about? You left it. What is God saying? You've done well in terms of resources that I gave you. The ability to multiply. The ability to be fruitful. You remember last week I spoke about fruitfulness? The ability to be fruitful. You've been fruitful. You've been everything. You know, if this was not in the Bible, I would be very comfortable. But it's in the Bible. There's a continuous examination that I believe strongly every child of God must do. Say a big amen. You have left your first love. And immediately I said to myself, my God, what are you telling me? You know, he's the one who gave them the provision to be patient, to persevere, to stand against liars. He gave them the spirit to be able to perceive and to be very sound spiritually that nobody would deceive them. He is the one who did everything that they could do. He did it. He gave them the ability to be able to do them. And yet he says that I have somewhat against you. It was very clear to me that may I tell you this. If you don't love God and make time for Him, whatever you think you are doing for Him will not be acceptable in His sight. Hallelujah. Are you listening? 
do you really, your faces don't look very encouraging to me today, but it's okay. We know no man after the flesh. So, I assume that we are fine. Amen. <laughs> Ladies, it's your week coming up. I'm asking a very simple question. You've left your first love. You are told. Wouldn't you bother to ask, what is my first love? And I began to ask the Lord, what is my first love? Do you know that anything that you place before God is somebody listening? Anything that you place before God, anything, anything that you cherish before God would disqualify you. There was a man when I was growing up, I loved to listen to him very much. Most of you know him. He's called Shambak. He was a fire preacher. Fire! Miracles. And he did so many crusades. Everywhere he went, miracles were happening and people being saved. One day I was listening to his preaching and he said, as he was doing all of this, he, lied, he was lying there one day and the Lord Jesus said to him, Son, you are losing your relationship with me because you are spending too much time with the people, but not me. Hey! You know, well, the Lord will help us. Sometimes I wonder whether this is the kind of platform for these kinds of messages. But I think it is. Amen. You are losing your relationship with me because you are spending too much time with the people more than me. And I, I, I was younger, but I discovered that hey, the Lord wants fellowship. The fact that he's providing for you does not mean that you are approved. He wants you. Praise the Lord. Is somebody understanding me? You see, there's a challenge on our face. The devil knows that. I will not let you backslide. But I will make sure... No, 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 no that's not what I want to say. I will not let you, I will not tempt you too much to sin and all of this so you will feel guilty. But I will make sure that you are okay, half baked Christian who doesn't have any relationship with his God and you are going fine. If you can do that, it, it will be okay for me. That's why you see, when the people of Israel were coming from Egypt, when God had ordered that, do you know who can tell me the main reason why God brought the people out of Egypt? Israel. Who can tell me? Feel free. I want to hear you. Your voice. Somebody, please look to your left, look to your right. Whoever is sleeping, wake him up. Your left and your right. Kenna, you didn't look to your right. Mm -hmm. Did you look to the left and right? And say, brother, wake up. We are asking us a question. Who can tell me the reason why God delivered the people of Israel? From Egypt. Abstinent. Go and have fellowship with God. Go and serve Him. Go and know Him. Go and sing to Him. Go and do everything that will let Him know that He is God. And do you know what the king of Egypt told them? When the request went, you remember what he said? He said the people are idle. That's why they are talking nonsense. Double the work for them. Am I lying? So he said, the people are idle. Give them more work. When you give them more work, they will say, who is that God that they are going to serve? 
I give them cucumber and all of this. They feed proper. They make 10 blocks a day, make it 20. And when they are very busy, they will not think about this God. And do you know that that is what Satan is doing to us? I pray in the name of Jesus that your eyes should be open. That you will not lose your first love towards the Lord. Shout a big amen. I said, I pray that you will not lose your first love. In the name of Jesus. Losing a first love is a very devastating thing. I wish I had time to talk more on this. One day I saw Jesus asking a very strong question to Peter. When the man had gone and fished, Jesus has died, of course, and there was no, they thought there was no hope for their salvation. There was no hope for anything else. So Peter got up and said, hey, I'm going fishing. The rest of the brethren said, we too, we are following you. Then he goes fishing, and he toils the whole night. He doesn't get anything, you know, something. And then quickly, Jesus appears because he has resurrected. And then Jesus makes the fire, and Jesus puts some fish on it, already cooking for them. And then Jesus instructs that, you know, put your net here, you will catch. They say, no, 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 you know, I mean, you, I'm a fisherman, I've fished the whole night, and I haven't caught anything, and you're asking me, it's okay, but nevertheless, at your word, and they put it there, he catch some fish, and then they get some fish and put it on the fire, and the, uh, the fire cooks the fish nicely, and then <laughs> they have to come and eat, and Jesus makes, I don't know how he did it, but he makes a nice dining table, and they sit by it, and everybody has some to eat uh, bread and fish. I'm sure there was water too. And the Bible says, as they were eating, a strong question pops out in the stomach of Jesus and then say, Peter! He said, yes sir. You know, that is why when I looked at that scripture, I'm speaking from John chapter 21 verse 15. When I look at that scripture, it says, Peter! He said, yes sir! Do you love me more than this? Huh? Lord, what kind of question is that? You know I love... You know, Peter too was smart. He said, you know I love you. You know I love you. Peter had one bite, two bites, three bites. After three bites, Jesus comes again. Peter, he said, yes. Do you love me more than this? He said, yes, you know, I love you, Lord. Now, son, that is when I saw the magnitude of what the Lord meant when he said, you've left your first love. Three times, can I read a scripture to you? I'm speaking the scripture. I don't have no message except this. You, you started from the, and he said to him again the second time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? Do you love me? No, no, let's do the 15 because there's a very good one there. Because there's a second part. When they have eaten breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than these? I want you to underline it in your Bible, the word these. That's what caused my atten- caught my attention. But you know, I won't be able to say much about it because that would take us a long time. These. Do you love me more than this? There are many things, many, many, many things that are struggling with us about the love we ought to have for God. Praise the Lord. So when we come back to the church of Ephesus and God said you have lost your first love, it will let you understand clearly. Praise the Lord. So, When he said, do you love me more than, oh, thank you, do you love me more than these? He said to him, you know that I love you. He said to him, feed my lambs. I was wondering, you know, as we read through, you will see. I was wondering whether the love expressed, I mean, the instruction of feed and feed was the answer that Jesus was looking for. But I found on not to be so. You know, do you, you, can, you, need, you see the church of Ephesus, they have labored. 
If it was only the matter of the works, Jesus said, I knew your works, then why would you come back and say, I have somewhat against you because you have left your first love? Then I realized that that's not what he was trying to tell Peter. Praise the Lord. Are you listening? Okay, let me read a scripture. You understand this. The next verse, feed my lambs. And then he said, he said to him again the second time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, tend my sheep. The next scripture, the Bible said, he said to him the third time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? Peter was that is when I saw that the Lord was trying to establish something. Sometimes you can give an answer when you are absent. The Lord was saying that you are telling me that you love me, but we have a problem. The problem is that you think that the kind of question I'm asking you is as simple as that. Praise the Lord. I'm very sure that if Jesus showed up himself in a vision... And said, Abna, do you love me? Your mouth will go very fast. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Lord, you know that I love you. and <laughs> That's why I'm here every Sunday. I, honestly, I, well, I just pray that the Lord doesn't come and sit in front of me and say, Denise, let's talk. Do you really love me? I wonder, I think I will play it safe by saying, thou knowest. Don't you think it's the best answer? And then I will quickly add that thou knowest that uh, if you think I don't love you now, please, is there something else I can do? Help me out. Praise the Lord. I just don't want to go too far today. But I love this. Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time. Jesus was trying to establish something that Peter was too flippant about. Jesus was establishing something that is crucial. And you know, it takes my mind back to the church of Ephesus. When they had done so well, they felt it was okay. Brethren, may I come to the conclusion by telling you that make time with the Lord. Make time for Him personal. Hallelujah. Time will not allow me to explain this that I'm trying to say to you, but I want to beg you, make time for Jesus. Kneel down and say, Lord, can we talk? I love you very much. Do you know why Jesus was special? It's because Early, when he had done, there was a scripture, I was, could it be the prayer warriors? I was sharing there, and the Bible says that during the daytime, Jesus will go and preach, and at night time, he will go to the Mount Olivet, and then he will stay there. And what was he doing? The next chapter in the, I think it is Matthew 22 or so, when he mentioned the next chapter, no, the, yeah, the next chapter of that book. They will find it somewhere. Then he begins to talk about, and he prayed on Mount Olivet. And I said, is it only praying? No, God, Jesus himself was fellowshipping with the Father in the night. Today, Christians don't do that again. Do we do it? Would you talk to me? Would, do we do it? Why are we so slow today? Do we do it? Having to realize that the time you go to God is the time that you have a challenge. The day you start praying is because your financial matter, your finances is being attacked, or your health. Okay. I will not say it for you. What drives you to go and pray? Can I get two from here, two from there? What drives people to go and pray? 
Yes, who is going to help me? Yeah, Michael. Who is going to help me? You mentioned one. What drives people to go and pray? Yes, Sister Hope. Uh, is that what you do? It's okay. Yes, Mama. <gasps> she said, people normally go to God when they are in trouble. How many of us agree with her? I mean, I don't want hypocrisy. Eh? Just be honest with me. Lift your hands so I can see. Oh my God. May we be delivered now. It is true. Listen, even my own life, my sleep will vanish. When there are issues, I need God to handle. As somebody would tell me, I didn't sleep the whole night. Did you sleep well? Did you sleep well? I didn't sleep the whole night. And I would say, it was bugging my mind. That means there is a trouble. And teacher, I discovered that. God doesn't want that kind of relationship. That's why I started with what I was saying, that when a father provides and a mother provides for the house every time, and then they don't have fellowship with the children, will they mind them? Because they are not friends. I came to announce to you that God has a message for you and I, and the message is that make time for the Lord. I beg you. Listen, I will not prescribe how long you should be, but be conscious of the fact that I must talk with God. I, don't, I, I can't say to you, some people can spend two hours down there on their knees bowing and would just be fellowshipping. Others can just say, Lord, you know that I love you. Please, I love you. And it will also be acceptable. So I don't want to prescribe, but may I say to you, if you are losing that, Go back for it. Because otherwise, one day, the Bible says, He will say, I have somewhat against you. I have something against you. Now, can you imagine standing in the presence of the Lord, Kenel, and then you hear something like this. Yes, you're a good man. I accepted you've done your best. And I, but can we talk? I'm not very pleased with you because you don't love me. At that time, what would be my excuse? Lord, Please, can I go back and love you properly and come back? There are questions we don't raise. That's why you see that we have come to the point in our lives, we are so comfortable with the two-by-two Christianity we are doing. This morning, I came to charge you in the name of Jesus, your relationship with Jesus must be restored. You know... You may not find this acceptable preaching, but I cannot help you. I am whipped by some of these. Do you love me more than this? How many of us have observed that you can be so blessed that you won't have time for God? Right, we don't have people who are blessed in the church. When everything is going fine, and you are being called left and right, business is booming. Can you make me 200 dresses? Luda. Oh my God. Oh, the Lord has opened a door for me. Praise the Lord. Pastor Dennis, I'm very, I have a deadline. I t- Sorry, it has to be you, but I'm just trying to figure out. You know, in my KLM job there, I could meet me but 24 hours when we have a problem with a flight. Oh, even that one, I could see my body is broken. And yet, I would say LM. That was the code. Movement control from Holland. I say they will call. So, I wouldn't sleep. I will go to my house and shower. And I will sit. And then they will call me on the radio. I had a radio in my house, so nothing can fail. If the phone doesn't get through, radio will not fail. Come in, KG. That was my title. Come in, KG. KG is here, yes. There's a text for you. In those days that we used to do teletext. What is it? LM is saying this, that, that, that. I say, okay. Answer like this. Tell them I'm in the house. I'm coming. 
attention. And I did it so well that <laughs> my white people, they love me with small money. When I was resigning, they said, we will not let you resign. Who can be like you? I said, who can be? Jesus can. Jesus is there. They don't understand the language. Why? Because you see, my Dutch people were smart enough that if you have a black man that is so sharp like this, get things under control, and you pay him half or quarter salary of the black, of the white, he will be happy he will do it for you. And they wanted me to sit there for until the day my sister will come and then they will say, So? <laughs> When I said I was resigned, no, 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 you can't resign. How, how can you resign? And then I sent my resignation and I called my boss and I said, Do you have my, resume, my resignation? He said, It cannot be considered. And I said, What? Well, it is my resignation and you said it cannot be resigned. Yes, Dennis will talk about it. I'm coming to Accra. The man came back after three months. We sat down and I told him that, listen, I can't explain to you what I'm going to do because you will not understand. God says we came to KLM together and we are leaving. So I must leave. He said, God said, no, no, we cannot. He left me. He said, you will hear from me another three months. Making sex. Hey. I sent a message and I said, listen, I have to go because, you know, he said, we are looking for somebody to replace you. We haven't found him. One year. My wife is a witness to this. Until I said, if you don't find somebody, I will leave your office for you. Then they brought Ronquette. I was coming. Today, some of you are in this nice auditorium and when you are passing, that's my church. We didn't even have one window here. And then I say, Lord, this church that is looking for money to build, can they pay me? Satan was smart to tell me that. Do you think your church can pay you when you pay you some in Holland, some here? And then my heart was like, hey, hey, but my friend, I love God. And I'm begging him to let me love him more and more. May the Lord direct your heart to the love of God. Hallelujah. Those of you who have allowed yourself to be bound, may you be released by the word of God. In the name of Jesus. Make a special time for God. Do you agree with me? Shout a big amen. I will close because I'm being stirred up the more to preach. If I can plead with you by summarizing, by saying, please, thank God for your life, but make time for Jesus. He wants fellowship. He doesn't want this We go, we don't have time for him. Listen, don't allow sleep to destroy you. Get up early in the morning if you know you have to leave the house at six. Because my wife tells me that when I go to the bathroom, it takes one hour. I didn't know that. You want the list that makes it one hour? Thank God. Anita said no, no, no. Because me, I can say it, eh? Amen. Yeah, but a lot of things go in there. They are all in. Hallelujah. So when you need you need one hour like me, you need one hour like me in the bathroom, then you have to add the one hour to the sex. So then it means that you have to rise early in the morning. And pray. Open your life to him and say, Lord, today is another day. I thank you. Lord, can, what am I to do? I love you, Jesus. Do you know that? I, I can, don't have to tell you. This. Do you know that your prayer can be, I love you. I love you. I love you. Ah, I love you. Then you wake up. That is also a prayer. Not the charismatic one. Go, 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 go. Boo, 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 boo. Tu, 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 tu. 
let it be fellowship. Somebody shout a big amen. amen. Talk to him from your heart. Let's have fellowship with the Lord. Allow God to do his will. You know, if God told the people of Ephesus and said, I have somewhat against you. You've lost your first love. It bothers me. Time is not on our side. I bring this message to a close. But may I say this to you. Jesus can feel. He can be touched. He can hear. He longs for our fellowship. He desires that we come close. He wants our worship. He wants us to treat him like we don't see him with our eyes, but he's alive. May I beg you, those of us who can only get down on our knees and you have been taught to, 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 to just say, Lord, I bind and I collect, I stop those nonsense. And just flow with the Lord. Talk to him. Let him talk to you back. When a man finds favor with God, God will make his enemy even find favor with him. Hallelujah. I want to drop this. I wish I had more time. Now, anytime I stand up, I don't have time. I wish I had more time. My simple message, what next? after you have done your reasonable service, is to love the Lord. Would you bow your heads, please? Would you say something from the bottom of your heart and say, Lord, would you restore me back to this kind of love in two minutes? Jesus, I really want to love you and to really serve you the way I ought to. Please help me. I'm I take it as not a message to church of Ephesus, but a message to me, Lord. Restore me back to my first love. Tell him that restore me back to my first love. Lord, we come this morning. We, so many of us are aware that we haven't paid that much attention to you the way we ought to. We repent, dear Father. Restore us, dear Lord, to this your love. May we not be too busy, O God, that we will forget about our relationship with you. Therefore, I pray that you would direct our hearts to the love of God and to the coming of the Lord Jesus. I thank you. In Jesus' name, amen.